Hello and welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. Uh, just a very quick word from me before we start. Uh, first of all, sorry we are exactly a week late. Uh, and I'm also sorry that the audio on this edition is not as good as I would have liked. It's the same reason for both. We recorded in a new venue. I got the mic placement slightly wrong. And we were picking up things that... It would have been better if we hadn't picked up background noise, that kind of thing. And we couldn't always hear people who were speaking, which is a bit of a problem on a podcast. I have done the best that I can. It's taken me ages. What you're hearing is the fourth or fifth full edit of the first 40 minutes of the conversation that we had. It's not as good as I would like, but it really is the best I can do. Uh, so please bear with us. And uh, enjoy the show. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. Uh, we are not recording in the old shop, surrounded by weird Russian dolls and strange wooden bears. We are, in fact, in Helen and Steve's living room, which means there's nice food and beverages and things. Uh, so if you can hear chewing at any point, blame Matt. I'll explain what it is we're all gathered here to do uh, in a second, but I'll introduce everybody first because there's about a thousand of us. Uh, so we are first joined by the Empress of Geeks, Empress Fabulous, <laughs> Helen. Well, hello. And also the King of Geeks, and therefore subservient. Geek, pub quiz master, moderately sane scientist, Steve. It's true. <laughs> uh, and very exciting, we have a new geek this week, and I can't remember... What you say? Oh, director of MI5. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, <laughs> Let's go and, with and that. Kung Fu Panda. Panda. Director of MI5 and Kung Fu Panda. One of those things may not be true. <laughs> we have Claire. Welcome, Claire. Um, none of us by. You'll get used to us, I promise. And over in the corner, it, it, we've got more space than we normally have. And Hat appears to be like a million miles away. But our aspirational carpenter and sneaker enthusiast, Hat. Good evening. God, that sounds very serious. Very formal. I have my book and I have a chair <laughs> and I have my list. She, she's and, sitting on our throne. So. And <laughs> finally, back after a long absence, back from the dead, we have old school comic fan. Don't say old. Hey, you chose it's, that. It's true, but don't say it. We have old school comics fan, kids book publisher, Matt. Hello. And I'm me, Reggie Rigby, comic book retailer, wannabe writer, too lazy to actually get anything published or finished or anything. This is us, there are six of us. I can't remember the last time we had six people around the table. Have we ever had six people? Would I think six so. six people fit in the old um, shop? No. Standing up, maybe. But yeah. I'm also just going to point out that for the first time we have achieved gender parity. Ooh, yes. Ah. There has been one podcast where I was outnumbered by women, but only because... Uh, it was one that none of you guys could, could get to, and so I Skyped two of my friends about Terry Pratchett for an hour and a half, uh, and they happened to be identical twins. So, you know. They count as one, not two. Actually, good point. Genetic, genetically, it was, that was parity too. Or Spider-Verse, you were outgendered. Well, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Actually, we're, we're, we're just... Uh, we're just... So Be, we're just beating down the patriarchy, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we are still going to do an all-girls podcast as well. At some point. Yes. One of us has to get around to organising it. It's your podcast. I don't know any women. <laughs> you don't know any women. Well, I do, but they're all in this room, pretty much. <laughs> Apart from my wife, who definitely wouldn't do it. Oh, please. That would be hilarious. The only way we'll get Lizzie yeah. on the podcast is if we talk about Jane Austen, and even then she wouldn't do it. So, mm. 
so anyway, we're not talking about Jane Austen tonight. We are here um, in absolutely no way drafting people onto super teams because that would be something that another podcast does and we never rip off other podcasts. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick sides. So I want you to imagine that all the fictional characters ever in the world are lined up against the gym wall. We are the team captains. We get to pick whoever we want for our five-person super team. Uh, superpowers are not required. The team's purpose will be to protect the weak and vanish, e- vanish equal. Vanish equal? Yes, let's God. not do that. <laughs> it's been a really long day. Vanquish or banish? Vanquish, vanquish evil is what they'll be doing alongside protecting the weak. Um, so it's up to you guys who you pick. Obviously, if somebody picks somebody before you, you can't have them. Uh, so I hope you've all brought alternates. I'm worrying that I haven't brought enough. And uh, if there's a dispute, um, the final decision will be made by me because it's my bloody podcast to start off. <laughs> so that's about it. Really, shall we start? Oh, the other thing, uh, you, because there are six of us and we want to be able to sleep at some point tonight, we are limiting everybody to two minutes per character, although apparently not this intro. Uh, so, if we're ready, some of us made notes and everything. Uh, Helen, who is your first pick? I don't know. Just, I've got this list, and, and I'm changing my mind at last last second. So I was trying to break it down so you have a team, so you have a leader, and you have the muscles, and you have the weapons expert, and that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. actually, uh, initially, I just wrote down um, five men that I like to look at. <laughs> that are worst criteria. <laughs> well, he'd be nice on the team, just to stare at. So I tried to be um, a, a little bit. Uh, more structured. So I'm going to start with my leader of my of my pack. Uh-huh. Um, and for me, there is no better leader than Malcolm Reynolds from um, Firefly Serenity. He is the captain of the Titans. Uh, <laughs> he's captain Titans. Um, amazing leader. Understands that crew is family, which is really really important. He doesn't see himself as, as better than them. Uh, he has war experience. So he's, um, he's quite nifty in a fight. Yeah. He can also come under the uh, the transport uh, lines. You need, you need someone that can get you. Well, places. actually, I mean, if you bring Serenity with him, then you've got a base of operations. This is true. A mobile yeah, base of operations. Crew, is that cheating? That's cheating. You so the entire crew. crew don't count. You can have the ship. You know, your crew. One. Okay, so um, he comes with Serenity, let's say that. Um, he is a believer, which means he's really focused. If you put him to a job, if he believes in that job, he will... Do yeah. that job, you'll do it to the best of his ability. It's incredibly charming and very nice to look at. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> okay, so he's going to be the leader of my team. Uh, the rest of the team might change by the time you get back to me. Um, okay, we'll and you've got 15 seconds. If you 15 seconds? Any more? Can I spend 15 seconds talking about his bum in the episode where he's got no clothes on? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. We, were, we have agreed we're not a family podcast, so I suppose you could. Yeah. Peachy. That, that's all I got. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, so, did anybody else have Mal? He was, he was my backup. Right. Okay. Mine. Okay, uh, Steve, who was your first pick? Right, I've also gone for a similar breakdown of, of team members, so I mm-hmm. have uh, a leader. It's not, it's not that he went for a similar breakdown, he went for it and I stole it. Oh, right, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's, I stole my idea. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so my team leader uh, has no super abilities at all, but he is also a dedicated person. He's a weapons expert. He is Sergeant Nicholas Angel from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Morning Angle. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> he is by the book. 
he's absolutely brilliant until he reaches breaking point, and then he will kick a granny in the face. <laughs> <laughs> which kick? Which sometimes you need. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, weapons expert, fencing expert. Um, once shot a crackhead with an AK-47. What more do you need for a person who is is noble? He's not shy about doing paperwork uh, as well, which I feel my super team is going to be generating an awful lot of hefty paperwork. <laughs> Why is your super team going to generate a lot of paperwork? I'm assuming saving the universe requires planning permits, and uh, you know you're going to have to to write an awful lot of this back up to uh, to explain what happened. Lots of kicking names and taking out. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's going to be an awful lot of, uh, of that going on. The aftermath of when they've saved the universe, they're going to need to. Uh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, just also Simon Pegg, who Nicholas Hanks happens to look an awful lot like. It's uncanny, that isn't it? Yeah. Um, so who would not want Simon Pegg look like on their team? Why do you have a horrible suspicion that you're actually going to draft five Simon Peggs? No, no, no. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> it did cross my mind, but then I realised that most of the Simon Pegg characters, with maybe the exception of Scotty, are pretty useless. So yeah, to be maybe, fair. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think that's a bit. I wasn't on Sean. I wasn't timing that, but I think you probably had two minutes. Thank you. Okay, did anybody? Did it? No, nobody else had Nick Angel. Sure. No. no. Didn't even cross my mind. No. No. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Claire, welcome. Okay. Welcome, first Hi, of all. Thank you. I'm going to break the mold. I'm not going to go with mold either, but I did have this same kind <clears> of ethos of Ignity. I come from like a Warcraft background, so I was uh-huh. thinking of like the Holy Trinity and yeah, making sure you've got all the right people. Okay. Did everyone yeah. think of this except me? I was just thinking, yeah, he's hot. Kind of soft. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to go with leader because I'm going to go like full scale tacti- tactician here and Helen might hate me for this, but I'm going to go with Toothless. <gasps> yeah, sorry. <coughs> toothless the Dragon. Toothless from House Train a Dragon because... Oh my god, it's cool. Toothless. But also... <laughs> oh my I'm god, he's so cute. I know, right? I mean, you need a little bit of comedy in there. Every team has one. But, I mean, he, he can use his mouth, he's incredibly loyal, he can shoot... What is it he can shoot? It's like... Like a pulse thing, isn't it? He's, he's got a weapon. He's, he's a sense like a plasma cannon. It's yeah. his face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just... And he's an alpha. So he, exactly. Yeah. He's kind of powerful and incredibly cute. Just, he's got everything going on, so... I'm just going to get him in there first, so Helen can't. It's fine, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go now. I am going to go now, so, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of my utility... America Chavez. Of course, of course you are. Uh, from Marvel. Miss Marvel. Ma- yeah, she is Miss Marvel. No, uh, no, no, no. She's not, but she. She's is, she was Miss America. She, she's Miss America. Sorry, she's not Miss Marvel. Apologies. She's not even Miss America. I don't think. No, she? She, she was she's, originally Miss America. Yeah, now she's just America. Now she's just America. So she was Miss America. Now she's just America. America Chavez, and she is our first superhero guy. Really? Yeah. Um, I kind of was like, oh, do I need one? And then I was like, um, she can do everything. Yes, I do need one. She can punch star-shaped holes in reality. That go to another dimension, and she can appear anywhere. So she has her own transport. Um, which Why is are they star shaped? Because she's awesome. Because she's awesome. Oh, that's why they're star shaped. Um, 
She can fly. She's got super strength. She's bulletproof. She's basically amazing. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, Wonder Woman's got a lasso, and um, she can't go like to different dimensions. This is DC. Uh, so no, America is from Marvel. She also we, punched. We she also punched it. Hitler once. She did punch Hitler, and Peggy Carter told her off. Yeah. Um, and her response was. What? Um, I just pushed Hitler. She's great. Um, so, yes, uh, America Chavez is my first pick because she's absolutely amazing. Um, she's kind of like a, she's sort of an alien. I have a question. Do you need anyone else on your team there? <laughs> yeah, once I wrote it down, I was like, do I need anyone else on my team? Yeah. I was like, let's just make everyone really great. You now have a Dennis X Machina on your team. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's kind of hard. Yeah. But she's great, and I could not pick her. Is she quite a recent character? Not really. She was in um, she was in so, Young Avengers. Yes. Um, she was the leader of the Young Avengers, and then she got her own solo series, um, which was amazing, mm. uh, written by Gabby Rivera, and it was uh, uh, I've got a beautiful cover by Jeff Martel. Amazing. Um, which I didn't get signed because I was being British in my mind. Yes, she stopped. Which is that. Really, really dumb. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then she's now in West Coast Avengers. Yes. Which kind of. Oh, Steve yeah. and I were talking the other day about. How many Marvels there are in Marvel? We're getting a bit confusing. Captain Marvel. She is Marvel. not one. She is just there's only, America. There's only two Marvels. Yeah. America. No, but there's been. There's, yeah, America. Currently, currently there are only two. And I just like to say, her name is America Chavez. She is a. Ma- she is called America, but she is not a white American person. Well, no, I think, was well, she not? A re- I mean, she's an alien. She's an alien. Um, so she's not from Earth. Like but, but she's Hispanic. Yeah. Did, 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 was she not originally introduced as Puerto Rican? Um, I can't remember. I think she was. I think she is. Based on some of the um, costuming. I know in some of the... Terrible, I really should know, but... I in some of the on. more... I did write it down. Gammony Facebook pages, they get very upset that she's called America. And everyone's there pointing at the watch. No time for that, Rich. <laughs> yeah. What? That was interesting, because like, a lot of us have never heard of her. Mm-hmm. You should read her books, because she's great. And, and she's certainly read the best Coast Avengers, because it's bloody brilliant. We should go to Destination Venus and buy comic books. <laughs> yes, other comic shops are available. No. But, no, don't, no, but don't go to them. No, no. <clears throat> Please go to them if it's a your local comic. Please support your local comic store, especially if it's me. So we've got so far Mel Reynolds, Sergeant Nick Angel, Toothless, uh, America Chavez, and Matt. Well, if I thought someone might have jumped in with like a big gun, like a really big gun staff, so I was I was sort of avoiding that. I might still be planning for this. That's right. Well, I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Oh, I'm going to go with Indy. Good call. It was going to be Han Solo, but no, someone's bound to have Han Solo. And you may, you may well have that on your list, but I went with Indiana Jones instead because, you know, Harrison Ford's equal greatest ever cinematic character, uh, archaeologist, adventurer, men with him, women with him. It was just a fantastic character, extremely well crafted. And when you look back on how the character was created, all the sort of touchstones for that character and, and kind of everything from the costume to his mannerisms to his backstory, everything was sort of, was just perfect. You know, just that, that, that's a perfect character. And Raiders, Raiders of Lost Ark is probably my, one of my favourite films, certainly in the top three. It's a perfect film. It's, it's like Jaws, it's a, per, it's a perfect, perfect yeah. movie. Uh, and of course, over time, it, it got kind of slightly dulled with sequels and why they're bothering mm. with the fifth one, I don't know. But I mean, he was a character. There can't be a fifth one, they haven't fourth on it. Well, their fourth film doesn't exist. No such thing. There's, there's, there's a, like a weird fan film. Strange, bizarre, but aliens. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I not... hear you. No, there's only yeah. three. There's, there's only three. three. I hear you. But he was he was kind of a, a little bit of a sort of a postmodern action hero as well because 
there was a lot of stuff he did, but he kind of, you know, it showed that it, the movie showed that he was fallible. He got hurt. He made mistakes. Yeah, he was also he barely good. escaped with his life a lot of the time. Yeah, he's a case that went along. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go with Indy. I didn't go with a right. This is the leader. This is the big guy. This is the, I just went with <laughs> characters that, for a variety of reasons, appeal to me, stand out, and 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 people who you know you may not have in your team. But I'm going to go with Indy first of all. So, so essentially, you pick the, the the top five characters that you'd like to go for dinner with. As well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you're going to have to say that. Yeah. Well, you're going to go for shawarma after your. Yeah, 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 well, it's, yeah. It's, I'm sure it's on the cards. Yeah, yeah. But Indy, yeah, Indy is my my first okay. pick for my team. Okay, we've nearly completed the first round. That's just me. I'm very glad that nobody picked mine. Is this isn't going to surprise anybody? Batman. Is it the doctor? It's not Batman. It is the doctor. Of course, it's a bloody doctor. Um, a specific <clears> doctor. Which, yes, which one? Um. Well, there is only one Doctor. They're all the Doctor. The Doctor is currently in her 13th um, incarnation. That's probably one of my favourites. Uh, I'm not going to wax lyrical about the 13th Doctor because we've done oh, two podcasts on it. Um, three podcasts on it. Four, actually. Anyway, yeah. Um, really like the Doctor, but I was thinking about leadership. Um, also, I'm going for a more flat management structure. Um, of course, the Doctor. Uh, for a start, she's functionally immortal. Can be killed, but let's be honest, it's never going to happen. Um, we've got the TARDIS, which means we haven't just got a base of operations. It's a massive base of operations that you can fit in somebody's living room. And it's got a swimming pool. And it's got a pool, and most importantly, a custard cream dispenser. Um, she can go anywhere and anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Doctor also because she's not a leader figure as such, but people will follow her anywhere. I, w- I would. And, and would have any of them. Obviously, we've got the Sonic, which is basically a magic wand. It does whatever you need it to do. That's a very useful tool. Made of Sheffield steel. With added. And so, and obviously, with the TARDIS, um, which comes as an accessory with the Doctor. Well, Mal gets Serenity. Not only can she go anywhere, but anywhere. Which is handy because not all of my picks up on the same time- timeline. So. Oh, well, complicated. That's, well, yeah. that's what I love about the new Doctor. Maybe it's all the Doctors, but I noticed it more with her. She's so complimentary to people. She's oh, just no, so that's, like... That is very definitely just her. It's, it's <laughs> just, you know, we should do it more often in life. Just tell other people how wonderful they are. And how, I could not... The universe will be empty without them. I could not agree with you more. Yeah. I love all you guys. The universe will be empty without you. Oh. And all the <laughs> listeners as well, all five of them. I love you guys. <laughs> You think Bye. The number of people recording this podcast now outranks the number of people listening to this podcast. Unless we all listen to it later, in which case. I guess I'm hoping you all listen to it because that'll double our listenership. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, first round. So now there are five people. Now we have Mal, Reynolds, Sergeant Nick Angel, Toothless, America Chavez, Indiana Jones, and the Doctor sort of standing awkwardly on this side of the gym. And every thingy in history just standing over there still suffering. Uh, so, Maybe. Helen started last time, Yeah. so this time we'll start with Steve. Let's just keep going in the same direction, okay. otherwise, otherwise I'll get confused. Alright, I'll start those days. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Steve? Is that, is that right? Yes. That's yeah. fine. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my number two is my, my muscle character. The super strong one, the one that you know is going to be the person that is always going to have your back. The person that when you're in trouble, they're going to be standing 
computer right behind you, and then whoever's giving you trouble is going to look at them and go, I'm just going to slowly back away now. Is it the Gruffalo? Or they're going to stand <laughs> behind the person who's giving you trouble and will literally just act without any words is it necessary. <laughs> My second, I've gone for Chewbacca. Oh, choice. Because he will pull people's arms out of their sockets when they ask him to. Or if they lose. And if they lose. And also, if you're getting Serenity and you're getting the TARDIS, I'm getting the Millennium Falcon. Mm. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> no, it's completely fine. Completely. <laughs> um, okay, we kept... And also, technically, I get a, not only do I get the muscle, I also get a pilot as well. So, And Chewie can fly and the Falcon. Yeah, no, so. no, I was going to say, can Chewie have the Falcon? Because that's technically has, but has dead. So, spoilers. He's also a um, cook. Yeah, he can roast me up a pole anytime he wants. Don't yeah. bring up the roasted pork. <laughs> but then the, then the other pork will look doughy eyed at him, and he'll waste the pork. Why are you clearly eating what is a plastic roast chicken? Pork. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number two. My, my my muscle character and all the bonuses that come with Chewie. Plus also he's got the his amazing crossbow blaster, which as we've seen can knock a stormtrooper thirty feet backwards. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm all for a bowcaster. That's fine. And mildly wound, Kylo Ren. Yep. Yeah, he's strong with the force though. And also, <laughs> I really really want a Wookiee hook. They do look great. I'll give it that. But can you do a walking impression? That's what we want to know. Oh, yeah. pretty good. That's not bad. That's great. Yeah. Pretty good. I have been practicing. Is that on your CV? <laughs> <laughs> He's hiring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Chewbacca joined Sergeant Nick Angel. They're uh, kind of get acquainted. And uh, Claire, you've already got Toothless. Who is your yeah. second pick? Yeah, so I'm going to go for my Brainiac next. Celebrity so needs like uh, intelligence, sort of like crazy. Scientist, Manhattan kind of guy. Also got the time travel thing, so you've got to, you know, mm-hmm. have to get a little bit of competition. Better for Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, good shout. Oh, <laughs> good one. Ah, did not cross my mind. Mentalist. But I, who doesn't love Rick? I mean, come on, he's just insane. So he's, he's going to be in there. With or without Morty, I don't know. I don't even know what to say because anyone that loves Rick just knows how good he is. I, I have to admit, as much as I love him, I do feel physically sick sometimes. <laughs> with all the belching. <laughs> Somebody put a, um, a super cut together on YouTube of just all the belching put together and it does make you feel really <laughs> sick. Yeah. It's the drool. It is. Oh, yeah, it does for me, I'm afraid. I, I, I don't like a bit of drool. Yeah, I mean, you've got a team. I presume you're used to it. Not that much. It's more reckless child endangerment than actual evil. Yeah. There's lots yeah. of them. Yeah. There's all the, the council of Ricks. Yeah. If your Rick dies, and things go wrong, you just go into a parallel universe and offside. You can case you accidentally Chronenberg. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, Chronenberg. Yeah. 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 Probably no one else in this room. I don't know. Maybe does anyone here watch Critical Role? No. Excellent. It's, it's so, been known because yeah. I'm hugely nerdy. I watch Dungeons and Dragons being played by a bunch of voice actors on YouTube uh, and also Twitch. 
It's amazing, and I love it to death, and it's brilliant. Um, the series is Critical Role. They have a podcast version of it. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. It's in its second arc now, its second campaign. It's been running for literally years, and I've picked Keyleth from Campaign 1, who is a druid half-elf and can do ridiculous shit. Like... <laughs> Transport via plants, which means she can basically, if there's a tree that's like three feet wide and, and tall enough, she can transport everyone to another tree that she knows in existence. <coughs> so, like, she can just basically, they can just walk through it. They have six seconds to walk through it, they can walk through it and get somewhere else. She can turn herself into any animal she's seen, and she can, she can throw fireballs out of a staff, she can... But yeah, she's just amazing. She can trap them with amazing magic. If you ever play D&D, druids are really badass once you get past level 5. Up to level 5, it's a bit of a slog. But after that point, it's basically like, this is insane. Also, because she's a half-elf and a druid, she can live until she's like a thousand. She's kind right. of, yeah, she's a bit ridiculous and super amazing, so she's my number two. And she's kind of like my second deus ex machina <laughs> of the group. I think that team's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 guess, I think we're certainly developing a name for, for Hat's team. My team. No, it well, slows down from here. It's fine. It slows down from here. <laughs> a little team, bit. The team's called your fucks don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> it was tempting, but then I thought, oh no, I shouldn't put them all on the one. I can travel yeah. through a tree to punch Hitler. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, she can't travel in time, just in space. <laughs> when she no. travels through the tree, is it starting? No, it's not. So oh, I've, got well, two, I've got two people that can travel, but America Travis can travel through time, and she did travel back in time to punch Hitler. So yeah, I have a time traveler as well, as a land traveler. So yeah, that's, it's quite interesting. And she can control water and make ice and do all that kind of stuff. I can make ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing special. I can draw, thinking about it, I can draw water. I can make, I can make I water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, go watch Critical Role. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Yeah, we may need to do a podcast on that at some yes. point. Yes. We, we should do live D&D. Yes. It's probably been done Please. a thousand million times. But that's what Critical Role is. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should do it better. And Adventure Zone. And, and better. Yeah. Armored Quest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, alright. We shouldn't do that. Matt! Uh, I'm going to go with heralding the Silver Age of DC Comics, The Flash. Specifically the Barry Allen version of The Flash. Probably one of the greatest, most iconic superhero costume designs ever. Amazing superpowers. Also, I'd say after Spider-Man and Batman, the greatest rogues gallery. If you don't know, The Flash's rogues gallery. He's got tons and tons of just crazy, wacky, originating from that kind of 60s DC Comics mindset kind of villains. It's just a character that's always appealed to me. Uh, I discovered him when I first discovered comics at about 10. He was integral in, as most of the Flashes are, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Anytime there's a crisis in DC, the Flash is a main character. Yeah, it's usually his fault. You, uh, I was only Flashpoint, which is... This, <laughs> don't bring up Flashpoint. I need to test that story. But he's, you know, one of the one of the big seven of the Justice League. And he's just this, you know, he just... As the same, as with Spider-Man, he epitomizes to me what superheroes should be all about. You know, created with you know science and 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 you know coming from that kind of again that sort of sixties. How did he become the Flash? I know nothing. Was this the Flash that got struck by lightning as some chemicals? He was stood next to some chemicals in his laboratory, <laughs> and a lightning bolt came through the window, which of course it does. It that's how this gave him superpowers. And then his nephew, uh, Wally West got his superpowers in the exact same way, in the exact same spot. What are the chances of lightning striking? With the exact same chemicals. Actually, surprising. the exact same chemicals. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because DC, everyone gets their powers from 
either they're aliens or they got hit by chemicals yeah. and electricity. And in mm. Marvel, it's always radiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, well, there, yeah. Was a, there was a classic, I'll just say this very quickly, but a classic Flash story drawn by Carmen Infantino, who was the guy who, who created this Silver Age version of the Flash. And it was told towards the end of the Flash's um, original run. And it turned out that, long story short, the Flash ends up traveling so fast that he turns into a lightning bolt and he's the, he goes back in time and becomes the lightning bolt that strikes himself. So it, That's the most DC he, he, thing that, ever He heard. gives himself his own superpowers. Oh dear, no, I've gone across that. <laughs> Thank you, that's, DC. That's the most meta thing that ever happened yeah, in comics. It was, yeah. So that's great. The Flash. As you said, I so do. Fastest man alive. Is he faster than Superman? It's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 They've had races. They've had races. Yeah. Superman always loses. Superman lets him win. Yeah. That's also probably true. No, no, not at all. <laughs> do, you people, do you have to have seen Green Arrow to enjoy the Flash TV series? No, not at all. Uh, to be honest, yeah. watching too much Green Arrow means you'll never enjoy anything again. No. <laughs> no. Man Pain, the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> It is. <laughs> or like League, uh, what is it? Oh, what? Legends of Legends. Tomorrow. It's just yeah. like insanity, Bonkers. the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, number two. Okay, thank you, Steve, for keeping us on target. You're welcome. Um, Someone has to. Now, you see, everybody thought I was going to pick Batman first, and I'm now going to reveal that I'm not picking Batman at all. Wow. And there's a reason. Okay, I'm picking Batgirl, and I'm picking Batgirls because... First of all, she's got the fight skills. She's not super powered, but she will kick your ass and take names. Can Sorry, I can I ask which version? I was Batgirl. just about to do that as well. No, I think you're fine. If we're going to be specific, <laughs> all right. If we're going to be specific, okay. Yes, lots of people have worn the costume. Uh, Stephen Brown's worn it. Cassandra Cain's worn it. They were only dressed up as Batgirl. The only true Batgirl is Barbara Gordon. Uh, and if we're going to be specific, it's the Babs Tar version of Barbara Gordon with the yellow Doc Martens and the helmet cowl because I like that costume and I like the new costume too. Picture in the show notes if you don't know what, the, what she looks like now. Um, but the old costume was better, frankly. It was more practical uh, and had head protection and actually went some way to hide her bloody identity. Bearing in mind, she's the daughter of the commissioner of police and her photograph is on his desk so every cop in Gotham knows what she looks like and if she turned up to a crime scene in her current costume, I'm fairly sure most of them would say, oh, hey, Babs, why are you dressed as Batgirl? And, yeah, <laughs> whereas, anyway, so, fight skills, genius level intelligence, Gordon Clean Energy is the source of her wealth. She's a self-made rich person. Uh, she invented Gordon Clean Energy, which only apparently works in Gotham, but never mind. She's an excellent team player. Uh, she led the Birds of Prey. Um, is this the new 52 version of Good God, no! It's just a rebirth version. <laughs> okay. She led the birds of prey. So she's been Oracle? She's no longer Oracle. Post Oracle. Post Oracle. So wasn't she paralysed? She got better. Yeah, she got better. Uh, she, she got better. It's um, DC. She got better. She got better 20 years after Batman got better from the, from a broken back. So Lazarus Pits. Lazarus uh, can I just say again Lightning Bolt. Yes. Barry Allen. <laughs> DC. You're welcome. Don't, you don't need to question it. just works. She's she's an excellent team player, which is why I'm not picking Batman, because he does not play well with others. I don't understand why Batman's on any team. Can I just say, that's why I did not pick Batwoman, because she does not play well yeah, with I, others. Yeah, I thought also of picking Didn't Batwoman, pick but her. no, Kate's no been in a team. Yeah, either. she's useless. She's an excellent engineer. She's a good problem solver. 
Um, she's good strategically. Um, she's the full package. Uh, she's also a really cute redhead. So, you know. So is Keela. She's half elf. So, you know, cute, cute redhead was, was implied. Implied, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Batgirl. And not Batman. He's not doing anything that I ever want. I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why he's now on top of a gargoyle crying in the rain. <laughs> I am the knight. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, need a bit of muscle? Yeah, speaking of people that don't play well in teams, I don't think this guy actually would. But I'm going with him anyway. Um, for my muscle, I'm going for John Wick. So... Definitely doesn't play well. No, but I can see how he was like on your hot man list. Oh, that he likes to look at. And I'll tell you what, for Christ's sake, it'd be nice to that. It'd be nice to be dog. Well, I have actually written. Um, he's the muscle. He's completely undefeatable. Comes with dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very important to me. I very nearly rear-ended another car the other day because I was too busy looking at a puppy. I love dog, and and it's very important to me that he loves that dog so much that when the dog dies, he just kills everyone. With a pencil. With a pencil. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's also a weapons expert and he's very feared. Everyone knows who the guy is. You're not going to um, mess with him. Yeah, it's the great bit in the first movie where the, the, the guy's dad is a big deal. So it says, you know, what, um, so what, you know, what, why did you punch my kid? It's just like, well, he, he killed John Wick's dog and burnt his house down. It's like, oh, crap. You know, everyone knows who he is. I'm terrified of him. And, and I just think he's a Forced to be reckoned with. And my, my next pick after this is going to be the person that's going to give him all of his weapons. But we'll get to that later. Bit of a clue. But yes, so, so, John Wick, so, so far I've got, um, I've got Mel Reynolds and John Wick. Mel Reynolds and yeah, John Wick, that's an interesting, that's an interesting team. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Steve, you get to start on round three. You currently have? No, it's you. That was Claire's turn. Oh, that's Claire's turn, because she started last time. Doing the round robin stuff. Yeah. Claire's turn. I've got an absolute bop. So you currently have two things that are for Rick. Is it Nick Wilde? But she might as well be. Is it Nick Wilde? Shall we do Chop? Oh, I wish. Strangely attractive. Yes. Really strangely attractive. Is it Disney Robin Hood? Yeah, I was going to say Robin Hood would be my next guest on the attractive boxes list. Is it Star Fox from the Nintendo We're all thinking of the people. No, no, no. It's better than all of those boxes. So this person, she is a weapon expert. She's a survivalist. She Every team should have at least one. In fact, Mine the, 
the, the, the collective noun for faulty red test is an insufficiency. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Reg, that was really funny. <laughs> I love how you sound surprised. <laughs> you made it Hi, I just want to circling back to my my uh, my foxy redhead. Forgot to point out, she can actually turn herself into what is called the Keteor, which is basically like she can become a uh, earth elemental or a fire elemental or whatever, or she can combine her fire skills with being an earth elemental and then like just smash into the ground like a meteor. Pretty powerful. I am. I just kind of the dinosaur thing through me. I just feel like I need to just back up my druid a little bit more. Yeah. Seemed a little squishy. Right. Seemed a little squishy there. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, no. And my next choice is a medic and assassin. This is my medic. He was also an assassin. Yeah. There's a reason she's no longer a medic. They didn't want her to be a medic. Yeah. No. There's a reason she's no longer a medic. They didn't want her to be a medic because she just didn't care whether people lived or died. And that's why I've picked Samin Shaw from Person of Interest, which is possibly one of the greatest science fiction shows that no one bothered watching, um, that's been out in like the past 10 years. Everyone watched season one and saw the guy from Passion of the Christ being really grumbly and boring, and they gave up. And they didn't bother watching the rest of it, which sucks, because actually from season two onwards, it goes in the most sci-fi direction ever, with the idea of this machine that actually can predict the future, no one in this room has watched this friggin' show. Is this the one where she, she murders someone, but she doesn't know why? No. 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 Is no. this the one where a woman covered in tattoos wakes up in a bag? No. 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 <laughs> is this the one? This is the one with Jim Cavizzle and yeah. the, uh, the fella from this is, this is the one. Yes. This is the one that's Batman oh. if Alfred was Bruce Wayne, basically. Kind of, but not, because realistically, they're not important. The most important people in the series are Root and Shaw. Root is played by the wonderful Amy Acker, who we love in everything, um, and who has actually, uh, in, in this, she... Um, she has this amazing way of she's a hacker who patches into a machine and Amy Hacker. A, Amy Hacker. The uh, the machine itself like predicts the future oh, and the government wanted them to create this machine to predict the future to prevent terrorism because of nine eleven, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um what happened was they discovered that actually it predicted lots and lots and lots of deaths, but the government didn't care about those deaths. It wasn't important to them. So this guy who is Bruce Wayne if he was actually, you know, incapable of walking because he got blown up. And he set up a team to try and save all the people that the government didn't give a shit about. And Samin Shaw is on that team. And she is amazing and brilliant and everything. And played by Sarah Shahi, who is not a hot, a hot redhead. Every weapon. Oh, right. She is ridiculous. She is a she's, the John, she she's the John Wick. Of... She's the John Wick yeah, of this particular show. And also, she was an ER medic. She trained to do that. Right. So, she is amazing. Okay. So, Matt. Wow. Uh, you currently have Indiana Jones and the Barry Allen Flash. Uh, well, it's funny you should have mentioned Batman before. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with another superhero. I'm going to go with Batman. But it's specifically, <laughs> specifically the Batman from um, Grant Morrison's run on JLA. I was really hoping you were going to say Adam West. From years ago. And, well, it's, which Batman do you... You know, it's too many good Batman. Adam West. Good Batman to pick from. Um, I was hoping for forever, personally. <laughs> and the reason, and the reason why, is because <clears throat> Batman's a great character. Again, a, a big gun that I thought somebody else might have, might have gone for already. But Batman is a great character for, for for tons and tons of reasons. But I really liked his inclusion in the JLA because before Grant Morrison came along, the JLA was a bunch of third-rate superheroes, and he was the one that said, "Hang on a minute, no, the JLA should be Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. Oh, it should be." It should be, you know, DC's big guns. Everyone's like, no, you can't do that. It's crazy. It's like, well, that's who the JLA should be. Anyway, he puts Batman on the team. And Batman, you like Steve, so he's, you know, he's not a team player mm-hmm. at all. But the great thing is, this is the Batman where you realise that Batman could beat anyone. 
So whoever they faced, whether it mm-hmm. was Darkseid or whoever, it was like, Batman's got a way to defeat them. Batman's got a way. It's interesting because you'd normally just think, well, Superman is like, Yeah, but Batman he tended to get either sidelined or, or beaten, and it was Batman using the power of his, not just, you know, his brain, basically, and he'd figure it out, and he'd have a plan and a backup plan and ten backup plans for his backup plans. Mm-hmm. Extremely paranoid, and it got to the point where at the end of Morrison's run, it turned out that he was also keeping files on all the other members of the JLA, just in case they went rogue or were, you know, mind-controlled or whatever, to bring them down. He had a way to bring down I, I think the whole that. JLA. Well, he brings down Superman, because he's got, he got, he's got a kryptonite. kryptonite ring that Superman yes. gave him yes. that he keeps in the background. Hey, I read that one! <laughs> but it's like, that, you know, it, I'm not split the team up, but it was, it, was, it was a great run because he was, you know, Batman or Batman could beat anyone. But wasn't that also the the the, the time when he said he got called out on having a way to defeat everybody, and they said, "Well, what do we do? What's the plan for you then?" And he said, "The Justice League." Yeah, which is just the most badass answer ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, nice. Okay, um, that puts me up next. And that is where we're going to have to leave it for this week. Again, apologies for the occasionally ropey audio quality. We will try and do better with the second half of this conversation, which will hit in exactly one week's time, unless it proves as troublesome to edit as this week's did. In which case, who knows? But we'll do our best. See you at the gates, guys. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate. Or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates. Or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire.